Go on then, right. We are a Touchline Ramp podcast. We never say who we are at these things. So yeah, we are a Touchline Ramp podcast, thank you very much. We're doing a little quiz tonight. Uh, all money raised by you lot buying tickets is going to the wallet. Um, so thank you very much for that. We've got a guest host tonight as well, in the form of Jamie McGowan. Stand up. Stand up, Jamie. Stand up, Jamie. Yeah. That's Jamie. Yeah. Round of applause. Oh, this is nice. It's nice, isn't it? Not too much. He is a Luton fan, so don't applaud him too much. Um, and he is going to play a little game with you now. A game of higher or lower. So, Jamie, Jamie. I'll take this. So, that I'm, this is the first chance to act. to move on to the real quiz. Thank you very much, Jamie. Uh, right, tonight, if you check anything up on social media, can you use, should we use a hashtag? Should we use... Tag us in. Just tag us in it, apparently. After that, sign ranked everywhere you go. Um, round one. Well, round two, because you've got the picture round. Round two, question one. This round is Christmas party shenanigans. So what did they get up to on their parties? Right, question one. Which then Man City midfielder got into a spot of bother at the club's 2004 Christmas party after stubbing a cigar out in youth team player Jamie Tandy's eye. In his eye. <laughs> Does anyone need the question again? In his eye. Cigar. Man City. Shall I move on? Right, question two. It's a bit of a mouthful, this one. Australian defender Hayden Fox got into trouble after amassing a bar bill of two grand on a Christmas night out in trendy London night spot, Sugar Reed. Before getting thrown out for mistaking the bar for the urinals and relieving himself all over them. What club did he play for at the time? Australian defender Hayden Fox, weed on a bar. Who did he play for when he did the weeing? That's essentially the answer we're looking for. Would anyone like that question again? It's a really long question. <laughs> right. Australian defender Hayden Fox got into trouble after amassing a bar bill of two grand on a Christmas night out in trendy London night spot sugaries before getting thrown out for mistaking the bar for the urinal and relieving himself all over them. What club did he play for at the time? In his eye. <laughs> Question three. Which Chelsea legend gave Robbie Savage a teddy bear impaled onto a vibrator at the Leicester City 2001 party with the message, take this because you're the only prick in a Leicester City shirt at the moment. 
which Chelsea legend gave Robbie Savage a teddy bear impaled onto a vibrator at the Leicester City 2001 party with the message, take this because you're the only prick in a Leicester City shirt at the moment. It's your hard drive, mate. Okay, <laughs> question four. In 2009, Harry, King of the Jungle Redknapp, banned Spurs players from having a Christmas party. Despite this, one of their strikers hired a private jet to take 16 members of the squad on an all-day drinking session in Dublin, leading to each player being fined 20 grand. Name that striker. Harry, King of the Jungle. Band's first player from our party in 2000, no, 2009. Well, they strike a private jet, took the squad away into Dublin, got fined 20 grand. Which former, question five, sorry. Five is which former Liverpool centre-back and club legend got in trouble at the club's 98 Christmas party after cavorting with a number of strippers on the dance floor, covering them in whipped cream whilst dressed as Quasimodo? <laughs> Liverpool centre-back, club legend, Gone into trouble at the 98 party, supporting with strippers, whipped cream, Quasimodo. Okay, anyone want that again? No? Question six. Which notorious former Celtic player ended up in hospital following the club's 2001 party and in a prison cell after their 2002 party? Which notorious former Soviet player ended up in hospital following the 2001 party and the prison cell after 2002? Question seven. Which then Chelsea manager regretted putting Vinnie Jones in charge of organizing the club's 94 party after the midfielder arranged a game of dwarf throwing as the night's entertainment? Which then Chelsea manager regretted putting Vinnie Jones in charge of the 94 party after the midfielder arranged a game of dwarf throwing for the night's entertainment? Anyone need it again? Noon. Question eight. The 98 West Ham party saw two of their players arrested for criminal damage and a fray after they attacked the passing car. One of those players was Trevor Sinclair, who was the other? And the clue is, his former clubs include Millwall, Spurs and Liverpool. Ninety-eight West Ham party saw two of their players arrested for criminal damage in a fray after they attacked the passing car. One of those players was Trevor Sinclair, but who was the other? Clue, his former clubs include Millwall, Spurs and Liverpool. Question nine. 
Which Midlands-based club organised a night of bowling for their Christmas party in an effort to sidestep any raucous shenanigans? Only to see their efforts outdone when a few of the players paid for 20 strippers to come bowling with them. Which Midlands-based club organised a night of bowling for their Christmas party in an effort to sidestep any raucous shenanigans? Only to see their efforts outdone when a few of the players paid for 20 strippers to join them. Question 10. Danish midfielder Stig Tofting was released from AGF Argus after knocking out four of his teammates at the Christmas bash because they ripped his shirt. Which financially strapped Lancashire-based club was the only English club he played for? Danish midfielder Stig Tofton was released on AGF Aarhus after knocking out four of his teammates at the club's Christmas bash after they ripped his shirt. Which financially strapped Lancashire-based club was the only English club he played for? Right then, so that's the end of that round. Does anyone need me to read any of those questions again? Number eight is... <clears throat> The 98 West Ham party saw two of their players arrested for criminal damage and a fray after they attacked a passing car. One of those players was Trevor Sinclair, but who was the other? Clue, his former clubs include Millwall, Spurs and Liverpool. Any other questions again from that round or are we good? Number three is... Which Chelsea legend gave Robbie Savage a teddy bear impaled onto a vibrator at the Leicester City 2001 party with the message, take this because you're the only prick in a Leicester City shirt at the moment? Number five, Mr Lloyd, is which former Liverpool centre-back and club legend got in trouble at the club's 98 Christmas party after cavorting with a number of strippers on the dance floor, covering them in whipped cream, or while dressed as Quasimodo. <laughs> and the real Disney character. Any other questions? Going once for no. Twice for no. No more questions? Is everyone ready to move on to another round? We're moving on, that's a good sign. Before I listen to a Touchline Run podcast, I like a little bit of the bubble air. This is Christmas quotes. Uh, so continue in the festive theme. These are all quotes uh, regarding football and Christmas. Uh, be pre-warned, there's quite a lot here about congestion of fixtures around Christmas, which we, we all love. Um, question number one. Question number one. Which famously dull ex-striker tweeted this on Christmas Day? Christmas is underrated. I'm being heckled by Kevin Keegan over here, which is great. All right, Kev, we will have a coffee. We'll do question that again. Which famously dull ex-striker tweeted this on Christmas Day 2014? Christmas is underrated. Best day of the year by far. Hashtag family. <laughs> which famously dull ex-striker tweeted this on Christmas Day 2014? Christmas is underrated. Best day of the year by far. Hashtag family.
Uh, question number two. Question number two. Which golf club fearing fullback said this? This is the first festive period that I have been at Fulham. So training on Christmas morning, I don't know if anyone will be wearing silly party hats or throwing around any of the banter. Maybe Martin Yo will have a Christmas hat on. Which golf club fearing fullback said this? This is the first festive period I have been at Fulham. So at training on Christmas morning, I don't know if anyone will be wearing silly party hats or throwing around any of the banter. Maybe Martin Yo will have a Christmas hat on. Do you want that quote again? Yeah. I need to say that. <laughs> this is the first festive period I have been at Fulham. So at training on Christmas morning, I don't know if anyone will be wearing silly party hats or throwing away any of the banter. Maybe Martin Yo will have a Christmas hat on. Which golf club fearing fullback said that? Okay, question three. Question number three. Which bubble-blowing midfielder said this? There are soldiers out in Afghanistan or Iraq that are not with their families and they're getting bullets fired at them. Playing football over Christmas is not the worst thing in the world, is it? Probably, yeah, that's, that's a, definitely a fixed suggestion one. And he's not bothered, he loves it. He loves it. Which bubble-blowing midfielder said this? There are soldiers out in Afghanistan or Iraq and they're not with their families and they're getting bullets fired at them. Playing football over Christmas is not the worst thing in the world, is it? Ready for question four? Yeah? Uh, question number four. Which, which manager said, from the beginning, when something was wrong, I've been saying dilly ding, dilly dong, wake up, I'll just stop there, shall I? <laughs> dilly dong, dilly ding, dilly dong, wake up, wake up. So on Christmas Day, I bought all the players and all the staff a little bell. It was just a joke. Had to point the joke out, didn't he? Which total winning manager said from the beginning, when something was wrong, I've been saying dilly ding, dilly dong, wake up, wake up. So on Christmas Day, I bought all the players and all the staff a little bell. It was just a joke. You don't want that repeated, do you? Excellent stuff. Okay, question number five. Which Frenchman, Frenchman, which Frenchman, Frenchman, which Frenchman said, at Christmas, nobody works in the world and everybody watches the Premier League. I would cry if you changed that. It's part of English tradition and English football. Which Frenchman said, at Christmas, Nobody works in the world, and everybody watches the Premier League. I would cry if you changed that. It's part of English tradition and English football. Okay, moving on to question six. Question number six, the quotes round. Which prickly manager said, to Big Sam, the Christmas card is not big enough. 
because I really enjoy writing a message to a good guy. Which prickly manager said this, to Big Sam, the Christmas card is not big enough because I really enjoy writing a message to a good guy. To Big Sam, the Christmas card is not big enough because I really enjoy writing a message to a good guy. That's number six, which prickly manager says, to Big Sam, the Christmas card is not big enough because I really enjoy writing a message to a good guy. <clears throat> okay, number seven, ready for number seven? Which Dutch philosopher says, I'm only here, <laughs> and that's her saying it finally, I don't, oh hang on, which Dutch philosopher said, I am here only because of Premier League rules. I have to talk with you. Merry Christmas. Enjoy the wine and a mince pie. Goodbye. <laughs> Which Dutch philosopher said, I'm only here because of Premier League rules. I have to talk with you. Merry Christmas. Enjoy the wine and a mince pie. Goodbye. Okay, question number eight. Question number eight. Which, which Sandra-loving manager said, all the Sandras, which Sandra-loving manager said, I don't care about Christmas, we're going to train on Christmas Day. Bit of a clue there, Hans, if you're listening. Which, uh, which Sandra-loving manager said, I don't care about Christmas, we're going to train on Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, question number nine, the quotes round. Um, question number nine of the quotes round. Which nomadic Brexit enthusiast said, when my wife first saw Mark, she said he was a fine specimen of a man. She says, I have nothing to worry about, but I think she wants me to buy her a QPR shirt with his name on the back for Christmas. Which nomadic Brexit enthusiast said, when my wife first saw Mark, she said he was a fine specimen of a man. She says I have nothing to worry about, but I think she wants me to buy her a QPR shirt with his name on the back for Christmas. Did you, uh, did you want that read, read out again? Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> Which nomadic Brexit enthusiast said, when my wife first saw Mark, with a C, drop that one in, yeah. uh, she said he was a fine specimen of a man. She said, I have nothing to worry about, but I think she wants me to buy her a QPR shirt with his name on the back for Christmas. You can probably tell that by this point we were really struggling to find Christmas quotes. <laughs> I'm just chucking at anything. <laughs> the next one. Fixtures. Particularly with number 10. Um, number 10. Which church-going South American said, without Jesus, I cannot do anything. And Jesus is about 
you know, Christmas without Jesus, so that's fine, that counts. Which church-going South American said, without Jesus, I can not do anything. The shortest quote I of the lot, and I've messed it up. Which, without Jesus, I cannot do anything. Church-going South American said that. Who knows? It's the idea of a quiz. Do any questions repeated? Any quotes repeated? Number one. Which famously dull ex-striker tweeted this on Christmas Day 2014? Christmas is underrated. Best day of the year by far. Hashtag family. Anything else repeated? All good? Cool. Huh? So this is just the test now, Mitchell. Snuggle is the test and all Snuggling. I could get closer here as well. Skinner, could you talk for me, please? If we were talking normally. Mic test. Mic test. Mic testicles. Mic testes. So with the top five, in any order. So this is round four. We're on round four. And we're going top five most expensive Premier League January signings. In any order, write down the top five most expensive Premier League January signings. It's after Christmas. It's after Christmas. Christmas. New Year. Yes. So again, in any order, top five January signings. That's what we're looking for. That's the meaning of the game. Top five. So the names. Yeah. Most expensive January signings in the Premier League. So we're going to have a little bit of a break, a little bit of a timeout, a little bit of a 10 minutes. Uh, we've also got one more top five. So this is the next top five highest spending managers in football history. That's your next top five. I'll do it again. <laughs> top five highest spending managers in football history. Richard Mills. <laughs> and we've got a football update from Man United this is Tottenham it is one all it's one all <laughs> Dele Alli just equalised 
In the form, Deli Alley, getting in your boots, please. <laughs> we don't know about this, sis. We'll check this, sis. Bookings, we'll check the bookings out. <laughs> so I'm asking questions about football. <laughs> there, there's no assist on the alley goal, but Harry Winks has been carded. Harry Winks has been carded if you've got Harry Winks. No assist on the Round four, again, top five, top five, top five. First one, most expensive Premier League January signings. That's the first top five. And the second top five, highest spending managers. In football history. In football history. Not anything. Football history. The history of football. Anything. Anything. What would happen if you put two children in grown men costumes in a room talking about football every week with a microphone? You're about to find out. Right, we're good to go. Round five. Right. Bear with me, because I'm going to have to try and explain this to you. Okay? I know. <laughs> right. This one is called Find the Christmas Name 11. What we're going to do, we're going to give you 11, 11 questions. The f and they will all be a player or a person's name. And then the first letter from their first name will spell out, when you get all 11, a Christmas word. So that is something to look forward to when you get all the answers, isn't it? That's a nice treat. So, it's the first name. So first, first initial of the player's first name. Everyone understands, yeah? That's important. And God, that is explained. Right. Oh, I haven't explained the fact that they're also in positional order. <laughs> so the first, first question is a goalkeeper. Then a right back, then a left back, then a centre back, centre back, right mid, left mid, centre, centre, striker, striker, standard 4 4 2. Okay? So it's a team and it spells out a Christmas word. It took six hours. This did. Just let you know this phrase. Six hours, this phrase. If you're counting, this round's probably why it took so long. Right, so question one goalkeeper. Who swapped Madrid for Paris between the sticks? So you're looking for the name and then the first letter. Okay? First name. Who swapped Madrid for Paris between the sticks? Right, next one. Right back. Portuguese fullback and fantasy football favourite. Portuguese fullback and fantasy football favourite. This is right back, yeah. So this is the right back position. <laughs> Left back. Yeah. yeah. Left back. Best known for his ability to score goals from long range, including being a free kick specialist. Played for Republic of Ireland and Leeds. <laughs> Best known for his ability to score goals from long range, including being a free kick specialist, played for Republic of Ireland and Leeds. <laughs> Next question. Centre back. Centre back. Real Madrid royalty. 
Centre back, Real Madrid, Royalty. Okay, next centre back. Oh, next centre back. Infamous chant, but which brother is the best? Sister called Belinda. Infamous chant, but which brother is best? Sister called Belinda. Centre back, everyone knows that. All we need to know is who we're talking about. Right wing. We've gone from the sublime to the ridiculous now in the level of difficulty of these. Because right wing is Algerian captain. Right wing, Algerian captain. In other words, the captain of Algeria. <laughs> left wing, left wing. Current assistant manager at Burnley. Former teams include Nottingham Forest, Swindon Town and Shrewsbury Town. Current assistant manager at Burnley. Former teams include Nottingham Forest, Swindon Town and Shrewsbury Town. Centre mid, centre mid. Which Peruvian player had over 500 league appearances and ended his career at Hartlepool? <laughs> centre mid. Peruvian player had over 500 league appearances and ended his career at Hartlepool. Next centre mid. Next centre midfielder. Which bearded Italian hard tackling nails midfield warlord went squared up to Joe Jordan? Little old Joe. I was going to say, is he still a Spurs? But no one is. Bearded Italian hard tackling nails midfield warlord went squared up to Joe Jordan. Striker. Hungry Uruguayan. Striker. Hungry Uruguayan. Last striker. Two middle names William and Ivanhoe. Striker, two middle names, William, that's one, Ivanhoe, that's the second, that's the two. Put them together, middle names. Right, so, you all know as goalkeeper, right back, left back, centre back, so does anyone need a position again? Right, hang on, so I heard left wing first, current assistant manager at Burnley, Former teams include Nottingham Forest, Swindon Town, and Shrewsbury Town. Any other positions? Last striker. Two middle names: William and Ivanhoe. Any other positions? You're good for goalkeeper. You're good for right back, left back, centre back. You're good. Centre back. Got two centre backs. 
Got your right wingers and your left wingers and your centre mids. Got your strikers. Anyone need any of them again? No? Right. Moving on. Hi, I'm Mitchell Gadsman. And if you don't listen to the Touchline Rant podcast, he's going to be very, very annoyed. Okay? <laughs> Moving on. We are at round six. Now, round six is feeling festive. Feeling festive. Every answer relates to something festively Christmassy. So it's, that's, that's what we're looking for. It's feeling festive. Here we go. Round six. Round six. Number one. Which ex-Bayern Munich striker scored three goals for Man City between 2009 and 2013? Which ex-Bayern Munich striker scored three goals for Man City between 2009 and 2013? Again, all very festive names, the most festive names we could think of. Next one, number two. Name the flying Spanish winger who Sevilla loves so much they named their stadium after him. Number two. Name the flying Spanish winger who Sevilla loved so much they named their stadium after him. Yeah, feeling festive. That's, that's the name of the game. Something festive in the name. Christmas. Christmas theme name. <laughs> number three, number three, which lumbering forward was listed as 14th wealthiest sports person aged 30 or under in the Sunday Times Rich List? Question again? Which lumbering forward was listed as the 14th wealthiest sports person aged 30 or under in the Sunday Times Rich List? <laughs> Whatever you want. Good question. We didn't anticipate this. We didn't anticipate Just, just checking that information. No Wikipedia. Don't want to donate now. Still loading. Anytime. Uh, I can confirm it was in. May 2019 that he received that honour. May 2019. Wow. We wrote the quiz and we've learned something tonight, so that's good. Okay, now again, which lumbering board is listed as the 14th wealthiest sports person aged 30 or under in the Sunday Times Rich List? That was number three. Number four. Jesus died when he was 33. Which Man City player was given that number when he arrived at the club? in 2017. That was another one of those running out of Christmas Christ. <laughs> Jesus died when he was 33. Which yeah. Man City player was given the number when he arrived at the club in 2017? All Christmas related, again, answers are all, all feeling festive, festive fun. Moving on, number five. Who is responsible for Petr Cech's wearing his skull cap? Who is responsible for Petr Cech wearing his skull cap? Who caved it up? He caved his head in. It was caved. Number six. Arsene Wenger. 
once referred to this player as the complete player. Please name that player. Too many players. No, yeah. oh. Arsene Wenger once referred to this player as the complete player. Name that player. Again, all festive, all, all Christmas festive related. It's in the name. <clears throat> Number seven. Which Real Madrid reject is nicknamed Fideo, which means noodle in Spanish due to his slender frame? Which Real Madrid reject is named Fiedo, which means noodle in Spanish due to his slender frame? Very slender. Say slender again. Slender. <laughs> again, it's all festive. All Christmassy related. It's in the name. Number eight. Which Norwegian made a name for himself on the south coast? Which Norwegian made or is making a name for himself on the south coast? Again, all related. It's all in the name. That was number eight. We're moving on to number nine. All right. Okay. This player is the all-time goal scorer for the Netherlands. This player is all-time goal scorer for the Netherlands. This player is the all-time goal scorer for the Netherlands. Bracket Holland, close bracket. That was number nine. Moving on to number ten. Again, it's festive fun. It's female festive, it's all in the name. Something more related to the name for this festive time of year. Is it, is it festive? It's in the name, mate. Hey, it's festive. Feeling festive, it's all, it's, all, it's all in the name. Number 10. In 2009, which player was named Football League Player of the Year, PFA League One Player of the Year, Leeds United's Young Player of the Year, and Leeds United's Players Player of the Year? 2009. Now, I've got to say, by this point, again, we were reaching. So, it is related. It was the last question we came up with. I think it might be the best one. Does anyone want that repeated again? Number 10? We all good at number 10? Yeah? Ten. Anyone? Anything else repeated? For the feeling festive, fun round. Anyone in particular? All of them. Hi, this is the Blender Coach, and you're listening to a Touchline Rants latest podcast. Back of the net. Oh, you still recorded it, you. Got into trouble after amassing a bar bill of £2,000 on a Christmas night out in trendy London Nightspot Sugaries before getting thrown out for mistaking the bar for the urinal and relieving himself all over it. What was the club he played for at the time? West Ham. West Ham. There's Joey Barton for question one. West Ham, question two. Question three was which Chelsea legend 
gave Robbie Savage a teddy bear impaled onto a vibrator at the Leicester City 2001 party with the message, take this because you're the only prick in the Leicester City shirt at the moment. It was Dennis Wise. Dennis Wise. Uh, in 2009, Harry, King of the Jungle, Redknapp banned Spurs players from having a Christmas party. Despite this, one of their strikers hired a private jet, 60 members of the squad, and all day drinking session in Dublin, leading to each player being fined 20 grand. Name that striker, it was Robbie Keane. Clues in this. So there's clues in the question. Dublin. Biggest city in the world. Gives it away. Question, what are we, five? Which former Liverpool centre-back and club legend got into trouble at the club's 1998 Christmas party after cavorting with a number of strippers on the dance floor, covering them in whipped cream while dressed as Cosimodo? It was Gary Neville's best mate, Jamie Carragher. What a hashtag lad. Mad. Uh, notorious, right, six. Which notorious former Celtic player ended up in hospital following the 2001 party and in a prison cell after their 2002 party? It was Neil Lennon. What an individual that man is. Who patted Neil Lennon on the picture? Shira. Shira has Lennon. Ooh. Yeah, next one. Right. Um, question seven. Which then Chelsea manager regretted putting Vinnie Jones in charge of organising the club's 1994 Christmas party after Mathilda arranged a game of dwarf throwing for the night's entertainment? Dwarf throwing was not our word to use in that sentence. Just to let you know, that's from the newspaper article regarding it. Um, when Glenn Hoddle. Put Vinnie Jones in charge, and actually it's Glenn Hoddle. Uh, number eight, 98 West Ham party. Two of their players were arrested for criminal damage in a fray after they attacked a passing car. One of those players is Trevor Sinclair, but who was the other? Clue, his former clubs include Millwall, Spurs and Liverpool. It was Neil Razor Ruddock. Ruddock. Number nine, which Midlands-based club organised a night of bowling for their Christmas party in an effort to sidestep any raucous shenanigans, only to see their efforts out. Then when it, a few of the players paid for 20 strippers to join them, it was Aston Villa. Aston Villa. Danish midfield number 10, this is question 10. Danish midfielder Stick Tofting was released from AGF Aarhus after knocking out four of his teammates at the club's Christmas bash after they ripped his shirt. Which financially strapped Lancashire based club was the only English club he played for? It was Bolton. Bolton Wanderers. The answer for that was very nearly which part of his shirt did they rip, but got beat his pocket for anyone interested. Fashion aficionados out there. It was his pocket. Right, we're now going to do the answers for Christmas. Christmas quotes, Jamie. Did anyone want any answers repeated for that previous round? We were good? Cool. Uh, round three, Christmas quotes. Uh, answer for number one, which famously dull ex-striker tweeted this on Christmas Day. 
Christmas is underrated, best of the year by far. Hashtag family. It was Michael Owen. Of course it was. Uh, number two, golf club here in fullback who said, this is the festive period, I've been in Fulham, so trading Christmas day, etc., etc." Yadi, yadi, yadi. Maybe Martin Yole will have a Christmas hat on. That was John Arna Risa. John Arna Risa for number two. Number three, which bubble blowing midfielder said this? There are soldiers out in Afghanistan or Iraq. They are not with their families. They're getting bullets fired at them. Play football over Christmas, not the worst thing in the world, is it? It was Mark Noble. Uh, number four, uh, Dilly Dilly Dong, wake up, wake up. So on Christmas Day, I brought all the players and stuff a little bell. It was just a joke. Was Claudio Ranieri. Number five, which French man said, at Christmas, nobody works in the world and everybody watches the Premier League. I could cry if you changed that. It's part of English tradition of football. It was Arsene Wenger. I think that was the first one that people did get right. That was the first one. Number six, which prickly manager said to Big Sam the Christmas card is not big enough because I really enjoyed writing a message to a good guy. That was Jose Mourinho. Number seven, which Dutch philosopher said, I want to be a Dutch there, I'm a former worshipper. <laughs> I'm only here because of the Premier League rules. I have to talk with you. Merry Christmas. Enjoy the wine and the mint. Bye. Goodbye. Louis van Gaal. Number eight, which Sandra Lovett manager said, I don't care about Christmas. Uh, we're going to train on Christmas Day. Was Harry Redknapp. Um, loves a Sandra. Any, any Sandra available. Number nine, which nomadic Brexit interview as it said, when my wife first saw Mark, she said he was a fine special man, she said I had nothing to worry about, but I think she wants me to buy a QPR shirt with the name of the back of Christmas. That was Ian Holloway. Ian Holloway for number nine. And number ten, clutching the straws, which church-going South American said, without Jesus, I cannot do anything. That was Kaka. Or Kaka. Any repeats on that round, chaps? All good? Skinner. Round four, round four, round four is top five. It's top five is round four. First top five, the most expensive Premier League January signings. In no particular order, but here it is. Uh, number five, or any of them. Fernando Torres, 50 million. 50 million for uh, Fernando. Uh, moving up, uh, Laporte, 57 million. Man City. Emmerich Laporte, 57. <clears throat> Christian Pulsic, 57.6 million. It's a good one, that, because went out alone, didn't he? Yeah, I know. Yeah, Aubameyang, 50 million. That was in January. And then probably the one everyone's got, it is Mr. Virgil van Dijk, 75 million. In January. There's the five. Virgil van Dijk, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, Christian Bolsic, Emerick uh, Laporte, and Fernando Torres. They are the top five most expensive Premier January signings. It's so obvious. That was your first top five. <clears throat> Second top five, highest spending managers in football history. Max Allegri makes the list. One, one billion. Cool bill. Then you've got Manuel Pellegrini, 1.1 billion. We've got Mr. Pep Guardiola, 1.2 billion. 
Uncle Carlo makes the less Carlo Ancelotti. 1.2 billion. Number one on the list, Mourinho. 1.6 billion spent. Jose Mourinho, Uncle Carlo Ancelotti, Mr. Pep Guardiola, Manuel Pellegrini, and Max Allegri are your five. They are your five. Moving on to round five. Right, so that was, yeah, now we're on to round five, which is the worst one to write because it's the most complicated one. I don't know why we do it to ourselves. But find the Christmas name 11. Again, you will have each answer relates to a position on the pitch, going from goalkeeper down to striker. You know the positions. And the letter of their first name will then spell out a Christmas word. Okay, so goalkeeper. Who swapped Madrid for Paris between the sticks? It was Keylor Navas. Obviously, you have to have both names to get a correct answer in this round. Uh, Portuguese fullback and fantasy football favourite, Ricardo Pereira. Left back, best known for ability to score goals from long range, including being a free kick specialist, played for Republic of Ireland and Leeds. Ian Hart. Uh, Real Madrid royalty, the other centre-back, Sergio Ramos. Uh, centre-back, infamous chant, but which brother is best? Sister called Belinda, Colo Torre. <laughs> right wing, Algerian captain, Riyad Mahrez. Not a lot of thought went into that one, to be honest, that question. Keeping count, Algerian captain. Uh, left wing, current assistant manager at Burnley. Former teams include Nottingham Forest, Swindon Town and Shrewsbury Town. Of course, it is Wony. Wony, Ian Wone. Ian Wone. Big fan of Kasabian. Fact. <laughs> uh, Peruvian player had over 500 league appearances and ended his career at Hartlepool. Roberto Solano. Which bearded Italian hard tackling nails midfield warlord went squared up to Joe Jordan? It was Gennaro Gattuso. Hungry Uruguayan Luis Suarez. Uh, striker, two middle names William and Ivanhoe. It's Emil Heskey. Emil William Ivanhoe Heskey. That alone is why he got taken to the 2010 World Cup. Fact. So that is that is the end of that round. Oh yeah, well yeah, yeah that's true. The whole point of the fucking round is spells out Chris Kringle, doesn't it? Obviously, you know that now because you all got that 100% right, didn't you? I got faith. Jamie McGowan. Right, so the final round was a feeling festive. Every answer apparently has got a Christmas link to it, um, which is I think why I'm reading this out, because I don't think Skinner wants to take a flat for how shit these answers truly are. Thanks, mate. Cheers, mate. Okay, number one in round six. Uh, Ex-Bay Munich striker scored three goals for Man City between 2009 and 2013 was Rocky Santa Cruz. You've got us now, Christmas. We're in this, come on. Uh, number two, the flying Spanish winger who Sevilla loved so much in their stadium after him was Jesus Nazar Navas. <laughs> I, I just automatically say George Jesus Nazareth whenever I say it. Number two was Jesus Navas. 
Jesus Navas. Uh, number three, great question this. The lumbering forward, who was listed as 14th wealthiest sports person, aged under 30, in the 2019 Sunday Times Rich List was Andy Carroll. And Carol's Christmas Carol's. That's you see. Carol, Christine Dong Merrily on high. He is minted. He's minted. How is he? It's ridiculous. Yeah, he's invested wisely, isn't he? Yeah. Jesus died when he was 33. Which Man City player was given that number when he joined the club in 2013? It was Gabriel Jesus. Gabriel Jesus. So that's the second Jesus for like a little bit of peek behind the curtain. When we sat down to write this round, we said we're going to do an entire round of questions and the answers are all going to be Jesus. Uh, we got two. Um, number five. Who is responsible for Petter Cech wearing his skull cap? Uh, it's Noel Hunt. Noel. Born in the kingdom of Israel. Um, Number six, Alton Wenger once referred to his player as the complete player. Name that player. Juan Pablo Angel. Yeah, remember him? Yeah. Alton Wenger once referred to play as the complete player. Juan Pablo Angel. Number six. Angel. We have a hand up. Lads, who's responsible for this? This is why I've got the mic, is it? Right, we're, we're, okay, no, we'll accept, we'll, we'll accept, I'm going to make a second decision here, we'll accept, because in Christmas, posh people go for like a festive hunt, don't they? They go out and they, they go, oh, we're going to have a festive hunt, so we'll accept hunt, because it wasn't, it was about the hunt, really, and that's, that's what it was, Boxing Day Tory tradition, yeah, go out for a festive hunt, so it was a hunt. So if you've got the word hunt oh, in that answer, you get the tick. Good save. It's a great save, wasn't it? Yeah, thank you. Uh, number seven, which Real Madrid originally reject was nicknamed Fideo, which means noodle in Spanish. Due to his slender frame, it was Angel Di Maria. Angel. Christmas. We were really running out. Um, which Norwegian player made a name for himself on the south coast? It was Josh King. And again, a pig behind the curtain, we were going to try and do three King questions, but got one in. Uh, number nine, uh, the player who's all-time goal scorer for Netherlands, Robin Van Persie. Robin's... Oh, wow. I mean, can it get worse? And number ten, in 2009, which player was named Football League Player of the Year, BFA League One Player of the Year? Leeds United Young Player of the Year, a Leeds United Player of the Year, it of course was Fabian Delf. Elf! Yeah, I mean that was that was worth a groan. Would anyone like any of those awful answers read out again? No, we're good. Uh, if you could top up the scores for the entire quiz for us, uh, we're going to come around and collect them and we'll double check them. Right then, this is the moment where we find out who has won the coveted, very much coveted, there it is, the coveted, I forgot where it was, the Wicker Jewels Remade Cup. This is for the winners. And for the, thank you very much. Bit of respect. 
and runners up could get potentially something better. It's a thousand piece jigsaw puzzle of West Ham Stadium, the Olympic Stadium. So, we'll start with the team that are definitely not winning either of them. The ones at the bottom. Earth, Wind and Maguire. Which, to be fair, the name alone. Yeah, the name alone is just brilliant. Right. Second from bottom. Lost in the Euro 2020 portal. Team Bengamin. Well done. Uh, next, where is it? Third from bottom. The Groovy Penguins 18. No, fair play, fair play, fair play. Next, so where is now? These are third, aren't they? Third, the Karate Kids. Good name again, solid names on these. Right, now then, this team will need to come up and collect. Should we do the runners up first or should we do the That's winners? Because yeah, <laughs> you want to know the winners. Okay, right, we'll do the runners up first then. Runners up and your team please come up here for photos and to collect your prize, the 1,000 piece jigsaw puzzle of West Ham's Olympic Stadium. Fairy tale of Dwight York. Oh, I gotta get a photo of Harry. Hang on. Careful of the trophies, please. Unbelievable. The fairy tale of Dwight York. Well done, fairy tale of Dwight York. Now, can I please get the winners up here? Their team name in homage of the soon-to-be Arsenal manager, Nuno Santa. Please come up and collect the wicker. Give us a wave, Sophie. Right, thank you so much to everyone who came here. As we said before, all your money goes to the wallet. Please support the wallet. Please, 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 please. They're amazing. They need to get as much money as they possibly can because they're fantastic. Follow them on social media at the wallet. Homelessness in Wales on Instagram. Follow us at Ramp. But to be honest, if you follow the wallet and don't follow us, that's good with me. Go follow the wallet. Thank you very much for all your money. We have been a Touchline Ramp podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes and all that. Tell your neighbours. A Touchline Ramp. Thank you very much. Bye. The podcast.
you just listened to was brought to you by Anchor. Ever wanted to start your own podcast? Now you can by using Anchor. Anchor is great at anchoring and anchoring away at Anchor. So you can anchor all night long if you like. Anchor. Try Anchor. <laughs>